Hello to everybody who's out there rolling for initiative. It's Beautiful Anonymous. It's one hour, one phone call, no names, and one murderous bear. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. Hello, everybody. Chris Gethard here welcoming you to... Perhaps the strangest episode of Beautiful Anonymous. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that some people are going to love this one. Some people are going to hate this one. There will not be much middle ground, but I think those of us who enjoy it will enjoy it greatly. This caller uh, didn't... didn't uh, I, I, we got into some topics pretty quick that were light. And it hit a turning point where I, in my head, said, which way do I want to go with this? Do I want to dig deeper, probe further? See if this person has some stuff under the surface that hasn't come out yet that might be emotionally gripping in the tradition of this show. Or do we want to go off the deep end for one episode? Just see what happens. So we went in that direction. I had a lot of fun. It's a weird one and a wild one, but I think I hope you laugh and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hey there. How's How's it going? It's going all right. I'm a little tired. I I did a gig in Portland, Maine last night. I woke up in Maine. Flew back to New York. (laughs) You woke up in Maine. (laughs) I'm on the phone with you. Yeah, that's how my day's going. And I put together a stroller (laughs) in between. I landed in New York. I assembled a stroller with my wife. Whoa. <laughs> now I'm here talking to you. You've had a busy day. <laughs> head spinning. That's a head spinning experience. <laughs> now, how are you? I mean, honestly, I think I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I, I think if I'd had to put together an entire stroller, that would be the end of my day. So, I mean, props to you. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I, I was pretty, uh, pretty psyched that the one we built is intuitive. I think we made a good choice. Oh, okay. We made a good choice in our purchase, it turns out. Very <laughs> environmental one. Green Tom, it's called. Free plug for Green awesome. Tom. Shoulders. <laughs> Enjoy your plug. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's up? How? What are we think? What are you thinking today? Because I, like I said, I woke up in a different state. I'm on no sleep, so this one could get wild. Awesome. Well, maybe. Uh What's been on my mind? Uh, I I am planning for playing and and running Dungeons and Dragons games this weekend. So <laughs> it's, uh... this one is going to get wild. <laughs> I said could get wild. It's already gotten wild. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I dig it a lot. It's uh, something that I did a lot in like uh, my high school days and uh, early college days, and it's sort of become uh, kind of my uh, my staple creative outlet in my older years as well now. So, yeah. That's cool. I've only played Dungeons and & Dragons a handful of times, but I've greatly enjoyed it. And I, it's, I feel like I'm custom built for it. I'm like a nerdy kid who's slightly <laughs> angry and got real into improv at a certain point. Like I clearly should have had a much bigger Dungeons & Dragons phase. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's <laughs> someone, some, someone on Twitter at some point, I think, called it's Dungeons and Dragons. It's just, it's improv, but with higher stakes, if that's even possible. Mm-hmm. 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 
So you, it sounds like you are a uh, a DM. Are you DM? I am occasionally. Uh, I mainly a player, but I, I did just start being a dungeon master in the past year, and it's uh, it's it's terrifying and and one of the coolest little creative experiences I've ever gotten to have. So that's cool. Let's so for anybody. So for there, there's probably some people familiar. There's probably a lot of people who have never played Dungeons and Dragons. The DM is the person who designs the whole quest. So a bunch of people show exactly. up, you sit around a table of some mm-hmm. sort, and mm-hmm. the DM says, all right, so we're starting in this village. What do you want to do? Who do you want to talk to? Do you want to go to the blacksmith <laughs> and buy weapons? Do you want to, oh, wait, somebody, there's this guy lurking on the edge of the woods. He's looking at you with binoculars. Do you want to go that? chase him down? You make up all those things, and then people <laughs> roll dice, and they fight monsters and mm-hmm. stuff. Exactly. That's what the DM does or or online. Um, I I have some games that are online at this point, so oh, wow. uh, sometimes sit around a, a virtual table and uh, yeah, hang out together uh, there as well. So. Is, it, is that through like a uh, like a Skype or FaceTime or Google Hangout style video chat? Depends. Yeah, I mean there. Uh, role playing games have kind of exploded recently, which is really cool. Um, there's a bunch of applications for them. Ooh. I mean, you've got big, big, big like online Twitch stream shows like like Critical Role, um, which is a bunch of voice actors who've been like best friends for years and took their home D and D game and have been streaming it for the past several years on Twitch for other people to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, it, there's, there's been an explosion of it, and it's awesome. And the, uh, really the, McElroy, cool. the McElroy brothers from My Brother and My yes, Brother and Me, they got, Zone. Yeah, they got a D&D podcast, yeah. right, with their dad? Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah. Uh, Adventure Zone is fantastic. So, yeah, so, it's... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, just so you know, anytime, anytime I've played Dungeons, my friend JD always gets mad at me because most of the times I play Dungeons and Dragons, it's been with him. And he always gets mad at me because I always insist on playing a ranger. And he's like, how come you're always trying to be cool? So anybody who's listening, rangers are like, you tell me if I'm describing this correctly. Rangers are kind of like fighters. They tend to be a little like mysterious and brooding. And they have like, they tend yeah. They tend to live in the woods, and, and they so can communicate like with animals. Powers. Yeah. yeah, like you can have like an animal companion, yeah. or yeah, you've just got these powers that are attached to nature, but you're still like powerful with hitting stuff or you know shooting stuff with a bow and arrow. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like Aragorn. They're like Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. If you They're Aragorn, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, last time I played, I had an owl. So I could send the owl ahead to scout out situations and do some reconnaissance. Then the owl would fly back and tell me what we were dealing with. And then I could also have the owl attack people. I once had a campaign where I had a ram, but the the ram went out of control and my teammates killed it. So I abandoned the party and turned evil. Oh, oh no. You're going to kill my ram. Companion. Don't kill my ram. You out of your mind? Don't kill my ram. Now, I mean that was that was some character development though. I mean you, you turned around on that. That's uh that's it, that's 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 pretty great. Instantly. I instantly I mean it was when I was in college and I was severely unhinged mentally and it threw me into a rage that they killed my ram. Oh my god. Now maybe you now can give a pitch. Fun. 
I want you to give a pitch because there's probably a lot of people listening who are like my mm-hmm. wife. My wife, who is the best, she has this blind spot <laughs> where when when Dungeons and Dragons comes up, she gets, I would say, flummoxed and annoyed at the idea of it. She's like, so you just yeah. sit around pretending to be a another person? Why? So maybe you could go ahead and give the pitch for all the people like my wife who D&D makes them. Do you find some people get strangely irritated just at the idea? Yeah, it's, I, I feel like people really just have to give it a chance and play to like have that aha, like click in their brain of, oh, this is why this is so cool. Um, it. I mean, you are, if you look at the basics of it, yes, you're just sitting around a table pretending to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, But that can be some of the most fun that you can have. Um, You know, when you, when you go out on like, you know, your mission or whatever, whatever adventure that you're on, um, that can be some of the most like real experiences that you can like have with a bunch of your friends. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you weren't, you know, you and your buddies at that moment, you were whoever you were playing. And, like, you don't talk about it. You remember that time our characters did, like, this crazy thing? It's like, you remember when we did this? <laughs> As if you actually did it in real life. But, I mean, it, it can be some of the most, like, you know, fulfilling, fun times that you can have. All right. And who do you play with? Who's your crew? Um, I, uh, I run a, a home game. As, as we would call it, uh, which is what what you most think about. It's, uh, it's a bunch of friends that get together and sit around the table and, you know, whoever's hosting cooks and <laughs> we all bring snacks. And I was going to ask what kind of snacks. That's one of the most important questions about any <laughs> D&D game. What kind of snacks you got? Oh, we get spoiled. Uh, uh, my my friends that host uh, usually end up cooking something very lavish, and then we oh. we bring a whole host of you know uh, chips and nuts and and other things and dips and everything, and then uh, uh, mead and other things are brought along. Mead, mead. you know, cultivate the atmosphere. Oh, absolutely. Mead. Um, yes. Oh, yes. I, I have a I literally have a goblet at uh, <laughs> at our friend's house where we we usually post up and I fill my goblet with mead and you drink go- go. you drink mead I from a it. goblet from a goblet it is the you know most metal thing that I can think of <laughs> wow wow oh it's so much fun. It's just so much fun. So it's a crew. It's a crew of friends. And can I? What's your uh, What's your home life like outside of the D and D? I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, it's you know, I uh, I have a job that I don't. I have a job that I like, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary necessarily the most creatively fulfilling job <laughs> in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I feel like aspects of D&D kind of, you know, push all of my, my creativity buttons all at the same time. It's a little bit of writing. It's a little bit of performing. It's a little bit of character work and improv. It's a little bit of everything all at the same time. And, 
that's uh, that's a good feeling when you, you don't necessarily get paid to do that uh-huh. in your regular everyday life. And do you have do you have a partner, kids, pets? I want to get a sense of the home life to see see where we land on this. Some have, people have stereotypes have, of a D and D player. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. I do have a partner. Um, we uh, we don't have any children yet. Um, he is very supportive of all of the creative fields that I get, but I think similarly to your wife, he doesn't quite get it, I guess. It's never really clicked for him, but he's like, okay, I can see this very visibly makes you happy and you enjoy it, so go have your, you know, D&D bowling night of sorts and uh-huh. <laughs> go from there. Uh-huh. Has he ever tried to play? He did very briefly once um it involved a lot of alcohol and uh he just happened to be watching when uh <laughs> when i got a group together to play and uh he just got annoyed about other people's decisions and said you know what screw it i'm playing you guys aren't doing this right <laughs> so he got liquor he got liquored up and decided he knew how to do the quest better than the people in it <laughs> He, he got liquored up and decided he wanted to win D and D, which is not a thing. So yes. So he's all drunk. <laughs> so he's getting a little too drunk. He's like dipping into your mead too much, and all of a sudden he's like, "Fuck it, I'm a cleric. I'm fuck it, I'm a cleric." Well, kind of. I got. I'm in it. I got spells in my bag, so let's heal up and get focused up, people. <laughs> Can we get focused up here? I'm a cleric. <laughs> My name is Daz. My name is Dazgo the Wise. Let's get to work, people. It was it was a sight. It was a sight to behold. Uh, only time, only time I've ever gotten him to play, and I don't I don't know if I will get a repeat of that night and ever again. What did he say in the morning? <laughs> I asked him about it. I know I checked in. I was like, "Hey, how was that? Was that fun?" I don't know. I don't know if it was fun. I uh, I just I just got really annoyed that they weren't like keeping up the pace. <laughs> like, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> so I don't know. So you're not you're not like a brooding goth teenager, which I think some people <laughs> think. No, in fact. When uh, when people find out that this is something that I do as like a hobby, um, they are in fact usually quite surprised um, until they think about it, and then they're like, "Well, actually, no, that kind of does make sense." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm not that stereotype, and honestly, none of the people that I game with really are. Um, you uh, you you could you could be staring down a D and D player. In your day-to-day life and never know. Never know. <laughs> but back in the 80s, when, when I was a kid in the 80s, they literally said it was a game played by Satanists. It, they said it was a game oh, aimed yeah. at attracting kids to Satan. That was what I had heard about it growing up. Absolutely. I uh, <laughs> we, we definitely had the Satanic panic as well growing up. I had to, uh, to, to, to lie when I was playing in high school and say that I had like club meetings and other things in order to <laughs> go hang out and drink Mountain Dew at a friend's house <laughs> and play D&D. 
it was, uh, it, it, yeah, it, it persisted for a long, long time. But uh. <laughs> now I'm seeing, like, I'm, I'm seeing out there now, like, there are fantastic people out there that, like, are doing, like, dandy clubs for students and, you know, like, getting, like, middle school and high school kids, like, really into it, like, having them write their own adventures and having them DM for each other. And it's, uh, it's, it's like a complete 180 turnaround. It's, it's interesting. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're past the satanic panic. Past we have. We've, we've made our way past, I think. I'm tempted to ask you if you want to run a quest for the remainder of this call. And I'll role, <laughs> and I'll role play. I'll come up with a character and I'll role play. But I don't know if one-on-one D&D is a thing. Although I did have a sad college roommate once who once tried to get us all to start a campaign and we were all too busy. And he started playing solo D&D, which I, to this day, can't imagine what that even entailed. I, I, I mean, hmm. Um, I know it's done. There, there are people that do it, I suppose. I don't, I've never been that person. Um, I will be perfectly honest. Because uh, I usually like the group dynamic, um, <laughs> we could try if you'd like. Okay, yeah, and if we, well, if you want, Jared and Harry are sitting by, and I could I could recruit them to the game if the <laughs> listeners want to hear role oh play God. between me, Harry, and Jared with a caller as the DM. <laughs> We've got forty three minutes. We can do some damage on a little one off mini quest if you want. We could we could seriously do this. I'm all about theater of the mind. We don't need we don't need minis. We don't need dice. We've got this. All sure. right. And if you have dice, if you have dice, you can just roll them on our behalf when it's time. And do you want to include you want to include Jared and Harry? So the three of us. That would be fantastic. Absolutely, party of three, the okay. trio. Absolutely. Jared, have either of you guys ever played D and D before? Harry has. Harry has. You looked immediately uncomfortable, Jared. That's just how I always look. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So everybody, you got to come up with a character. You got to do it quick. Like my name is, uh, 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 let's see. My name is, uh, Glendon Oakfoot <laughs> and I'm a ranger. I'm a ranger. And, uh, of course you are. Yeah. I got a ranger. So, and what are my, op- what are the traditional options for an animal companion for a ranger? Uh, I, could, I mean, you could do you could do a crow or a wolf or a bear. Maybe a bear. Yeah, I want a bear. Oh, I'm gonna have a bear. a bear, but he's gonna okay. be a small bear. Bear. He's gonna be like a small, okay. uh, fast bear. Glandon <laughs> Oakfoot. I'm gonna write that. So it is I. Glendon Oakfoot. Yeah, does I? Glen- I'm literally writing this down on post-its right now. Okay, and you have a bear. I am Glandon Oakfoot, the last of my people. The last of your people. Yeah, are you last of are you a people. human or are you a specific type of of, of fantasy uh, person? I'm I'm one sixteenth dwarf. <laughs> Excellent. I'm one sixteenth dwarf. And uh, who is this? Who is this? Who is this warrior to my right? Uh, Jo- Jomar Salvinston. Jomar Salvinston. Okay. Uh-huh. And I'm a, I'm a halfling bard. A halfling bard. So you're going to be doing some singing. Yeah. Great. I guess Great. that's what I just agreed to. We might need some. We might need some songs <laughs> to uh, help charm charm our way into some some 
Uh, Some pubs. I don't know. I'm not good at this. You're gonna kill. You're gonna uh, crush it. Jack. I'm gonna go with my cat's name, Tyrone. 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 Uh, Tyrone the terrible. Tyrone the terrible. Okay. And and are you a warrior? Are you a wizard? Are you a? Are, I'm an elf. Oh, you're an elf. Great. Yeah. You're an elf. You're okay. a terrible elf. Okay. Yeah, Harry suggested that I'm an. I'd be an elf. So. Okay, you're an elf. elf. You have so some elven. You, I could see some elven. Yeah. To, I'll take it. Yeah, elf oh, makes sense, right? Do you want to fight things like in in what we would call melee? Do you want to like swing a sword and just like beat people up, or do you want to use magic? Like, what are you thinking? Uh, melee seems simpler. Uh, I think the melee because it's going to be less complicated, right? <laughs> melee, I think. I mean, you could be a standard like fight man. You can just fight. You yeah, swing a sword. Oh, do you want to? Well, okay, you could fight it up. Do you want to be a barbarian? Ooh, Jared, uh, a barbarian uh, or an elf? Yeah, a barbarian. Well, you could be a barbarian. Uh, elf. Yeah, barbarian elf Ooh. from north of the wall. Oh, yeah. You come from north of the wall. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Excellent. Or, or south. All right. All right. So commit. This, this would this would be the time when we would like. <laughs> It's your choice. There's no wrong answers. It's all good. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put my improv chops on display here. I'm a, I've been paid to act, so all these listeners are about to get, get it for free. Wait, before we go on, can we take an ad break here? Oh, this will be the first ad break. <laughs> listeners return soon for I, Glenn, and Oakfoot shall lead my party, Jomar Salvinston and Tyrone the Terrible, on a quest beyond your wildest imagination. We'll be right back. But we're not actually taking the break. No, that's fine. Yes, okay. Okay. So yeah, now we're we're putty in your hands. And tell me if you want to talk about okay. anything else, but this is really fun. <laughs> no, this is absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, if we're if we're gonna do this, we should do it right. And we should probably do that stereotypical meeting in a tavern. Mm-hmm. And do we Jared um just typed to me, are we referring to you by a name or are you just the DM? You can call me DM. That's fine. DM. Absolutely. So we're in a tavern. Yes. Um, it's uh, you know it's a hangout for uh, you know ruffians and layabouts. You know, so you fit right in. Uh-huh. Um, you're up at the bar with a couple of uh, you know uh, pints of ale, and uh, there's a sort of rough and tumble human bartender, uh, you know, taking care of everybody. And he's just laid down your drinks, and you've paid for them. And uh, what uh, what would you like to do, Glendon, Jomar, Tyrone the Terrible? <laughs> Firstly, I will tell this barkeep that this ale is watered down, and I do not appreciate it. He sort of glares at you. I glare right Are back. Are you saying my beer isn't good? I'm saying that this tavern is amongst the most wretched we have stepped foot in upon this many months long mission. He'll he'll continue to kind of glare at you and then he'll just burst into laughter. <laughs> That's one of the best compliments we've ever gotten. Thanks so much. All right. All right. <clears throat> How you feeling, Jomar? Uh well, <laughs> I'm just a little guy. I'm a, I'm a halfling, so this is good that the beer is watered down because then I can drink it <laughs> like a normal man, like a normal-sized person. 
So thanks, Barkeep. <laughs> You're welcome, little one. What about our, our barbarian friend? How are you, Tyrone? Uh, north of the wall, we only drink mead. <laughs> so I, I haven't been drinking anything. No, no. Didn't get to try the water down at all. <laughs> Oh, the barkeep's like, well, we've got mead. I mean, if you want mead, it'll cost you, but... Uh, how much? Uh, we have a lot of money from our escapades. Yeah, we got cash. I'll say it loudly. I don't care if any of these ruffians hear me. We have many months' worth of spoils. I dare any of you to try anything untoward. So we want the best meat. The best. And I want some mulled wine. The best meat? I want some spiced mulled okay. wine. And I want it now. Well, now that you are just, you are, you are just, you're making it rain gold and silver. So mm-hmm. the, the, the barkeep, he's, he's running around making sure that you've got what you need. But you have attracted the attention of some of the ruffians further down the bar. They, they see you making it rain. Good. And they, they turn their attention to you. Uh, you got all that, uh, you got all that money. You going to buy us a drink or what? I didn't earn all this money to waste it on you, friend. <laughs> yeah. Who you calling friend, pal? You, buddy. Who you calling, buddy, friendo? I'm talking to you, confidant. <laughs> all right, I think I think I, I think we're gonna have to get in a fight now. Yeah, I would have you. I'd have you roll initiative, but uh, we don't have dice okay. or anything else, so. I'm just going to give you an arbitrary lineup of who gets to uh, do something first. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's me right. and Joma. Go first. Tyrone! You're fighting these ruffians. Sorry, I was distracted because we weren't recording our microphones. <laughs> you haven't been recording your microphones so this Harry whole and I time? Are add it back in later. Yo, you're going to add it back in. Ooh, so but you, now we're recording it. So you guys are going to go back and do actual voiceover <laughs> of your own prior contributions. <laughs> Yeah, disaster yeah. it's gonna be great okay okay tyrone <laughs> i've 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 taunted these ruffians into a fight and they're trying to step up in this bar and it sounds like you're the first yeah. up to up to bat oh yeah so what are my what are my moves here uh i mean i don't want to bring any weapons As out of, yet I'm what just, i think i'm just gonna like i go bare-fisted yeah fisticuffs. fisticuffs oh yeah sure and, uh, so as a barbarian, you have this cool thing. You go into a rage, which makes you fight even harder, and it makes it so uh, even if you take some hits, it's it's even harder for people to take you down. So you can yeah. rage out if you wanted to. Yes, I am absolutely raging out at the ruffians. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. We'll go ahead and say that you uh, connect and you give him this giant uppercut to the jaw, and he stumbles backwards. Nice. Glendon Oakfoot, it's your turn. I remove my obsidian blade <laughs> from its sheath, made from the oak <laughs> of my ancestors, a type of tree that grows I only thought. in the woods from whence my people come. I am the last of those people, and I shall defend their honor. And I charge with my uh, obsidian knife. It's a knife. It's not a sword. It's like maybe a dagger. Oh, a dagger? Okay. Dagger. Dagger, yeah. It's an obsidian dagger <laughs> with an oak handle that kind of grows or almost like the roots grow around it and grip the blade. Cut yeah. Some, 
and it cuts some throats. You slash out with your dagger at this ruffian. Get him square in the belly. Yes. Yes, I'm arbitrarily Jomar. murdering. Jomar, <laughs> you got this, Jomar! Uh, I, I, well, who's the smallest one of the the ruffians? Is there like a particularly oh, like wimpy one? <laughs> we'll, we will say uh, that the, the big guy, the, the big guy that you're mainly attacking right now, he uh-huh. has a little friend that was just repeating everything that he said. <laughs> sure, sure, you can attack that one. Perfect. You got him, Jomar. Okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna take out my. Um, I got two. I got two little two little daggers. They're gold. Oh, nice. They're not super sharp, mm-hmm. but they're very pretty. And I'm gonna like start kind of flipping them around in my hands, and just impressing the small one, or like in- intimidating, but also it's impressive. Okay, <laughs> I'll 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 say the you charm stick? him, which is a thing you can do in D and D. Sure, you charm you them. Will, you will charm him. Beautiful. Yes. You sing while you do that. And yeah, now, I'm, I'm now he's, uh, he, he, he considers you a friend, so he doesn't want to fight with you guys anymore. Cool. See, everything doesn't have to be, like, slicing people up. You can get out of a combat another way. I summon my bear. <laughs> <laughs> Lothax you, of the hills. You call it, <laughs> Lothax of the hills, come to me. Black bear. What's that? Is it a grizzly bear? Is it a black bear? It's a grizzly. It a koala bear? Is it? It's, oh, it's a grizzly. I'm tempted to say it's a koala bear, but it's a grizzly bear. <laughs> and Excellent. his name's Lothax of the Hills. Lothax of the Hills. Lothax of the Hills was hanging outside of the bar, you know, just to, you know, give you guys some alone time. But he comes barreling through the saloon doors to attack at your bidding. Are you yes. are you attacking the larger the larger of these ruffians? I'm attacking All right. everybody. <laughs> everybody who's not <laughs> fleeing is is in danger now. I'm a loose cannon, can you tell? <laughs> uh, we have a term for this. It's called murder hobo, but I'm into it. So we'll do this. <laughs> I am a murder hobo. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Lothag just goes rampaging through the bar, just, you know, innocent bystanders, just, just torn up. Absolutely. Flee! Flee! If you do not flee now, <laughs> suffer the consequences. I have warned you, peasants. <laughs> My bear. I'll go ahead and say those that were not directly involved with you just sort of start running for, for, for the door. Uh, the, the barkeep is trying to keep the peace, like, hey, you know, it's... It, we can we can work this out, right? Lothex of the Hills has not been fed in many hours, and he knows the taste of human flesh. <laughs> uh, the barkeep is just going to pull one of those moves where he very slowly just ducks behind the, the, the bar. Just sort of, sort of disappears out of sight. Uh, so are are you trying to continue to destroy uh, this this ruffian? I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll mess up some ruffians and then I'll chill out and then I'll chill. And out. is the guy you charmed okay. Okay. is a person that Jamar charmed with us? Oh yeah, we'll let him live. We'll let that okay. little guy yeah, you charmed my, live. He's my little friend. Oh yeah, he's just chilling with you. So unless unless you decide to attack him, he's 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 your bud. What's his name? Several minutes. Can uh, I, his name is uh, Solomon. Solomon. All right, yeah, well, let Solomon live. Cool. He's cool. Solomon's chill. He's cool. I like his goatee. Yeah. 
I really like oh, his goatee. Yes, I forgot to mention the goatee. Yeah, uh, it's a goatee. Uh, blonde goatee. He's a little thinning on top, blonde hair, and uh, just massive goatee, though. More, more, more hair on the chin than on the head. Oh, he's overcompensating. <laughs> you know, it happens. Okay. So, while this chaos, I'm adoring. This is amazing. <laughs> while the chaos is happening in the bar, I take out a, a fiddle and start uh, playing a little, uh, you know, saloon Wild West type song for everyone. To As just... my bear is on a murder rampage. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. He just starts playing the Benny Hill theme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Me and Solomon are just rocking out. Yeah, Joe, Joe Mars rocking out on the fiddle. Uh, Solomon's into it, and uh, uh, Tyrone, are, are you still uh, are you still wailing away on this guy as well, or have we have we no, died down the combat? No, I, I'm having some of that really fine mead now. <laughs> yeah, finest mead in peace. <laughs> um. Well, let low like facts do the work. Come on. To- <laughs> Yellow effects do all the work. Would you uh, would you like to, to continue on 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 another quest or? Yes, let us leave this bar. It bores me now. No one presented a challenge to Glenn and Oakfoot, last of his kind. Are you the last of your kind? I'm the last of my kind. Oh, I'm sorry. So should our quest be to find you a mate, a bride, yeah. a bride for Glenn and Oakfoot? <laughs> I have been lonely for too long, and I have not met the companion who has. Kept my attention. This companion will have to be something truly special, Tyrone the Terrible. To be, to be fair, every time we go to a bar, you just unleash <laughs> your bear and cause a scene. We never really get to talk to anybody. It is a fair point you make, Joe Salvinston. But know that it is rooted in my loneliness, and I must find the person attracted to me from me, even if me is a borderline serial killer mass murderer. <laughs> Who shall be my bride? Who can tame the wild Glandon Oakfoot? Does Solomon know anyone? Solomon, do you know anyone? Uh, well, there's the the council, the head of the council's daughter. She's pretty cool. I would like to speak before this council. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're uh, they're 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 pretty rough about who gets an audience. You'd have to prove yourself pretty worthy to talk to them. I will murder everyone <laughs> in this village until I speak to the council, Lothax of the Hills. <laughs> Your bear comes to you, Lothax. Go around this town and start killing people until this council lets me talk and say my piece. But don't kill the head of the council's daughter. Yeah. Don't kill. Yeah, don't kill. Don't kill the daughter by accident. Turn this. Don't not. You do not turn this into a Shakespearean tragedy where the irony of my own violent ways bites me in the ass. Uh, you. You send your giant grizzly bear companion to start slaughtering people in the street, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I shall have my bride by day's like, end. 
Uh, I mean, we could just go down to where the council meets and, and try to talk to him, too. I, I mean, it's it's up to you. He says as he strokes his fantastic blonde goatee. I think we should go with Solomon's plan, at least try it at the same time as your bear is destroying. Joe Mar, I feel like you are disturbed by my predilection for violence. You know, I joined this quest. I thought I'd be playing the flute, jumping around and having a good time. I didn't realize there'd be so much bear murder as there has been. It's been a lot. Can I just go out there and say this is literally how every D&D group starts? <laughs> Oh. I want oh, my bride. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's go talk to the council. Maybe she'll talk to you. I don't know. I'm just a dude in the bar. Let's go. Solomon, know that if she rejects me, I will have your head. Whoa. Well, that's just that's not very nice to say to a new friend. Ha, <laughs> friend. I do know friends. My cold, my my heart is cold as ice. Now the council, we shall see. All right. I always well, wanted to see a council, so I'm never down. Seen, never seen a council. <laughs> we don't have those in the barbarian areas. <laughs> oh, no. no councils. It's pretty just people do whatever they want. Yeah. That's fair. So uh, Solomon will will lead you through town as your bear is. Rampaging still, <laughs> and up to a, a very large, ornate building, uh, you know, gilded, uh, right at the center of the town square. And uh, yeah, it, it is it is guarded by two pretty heavily armored guards, uh, two large, uh, great axes in their hands, and they're just standing by the door. Move. But then they hear the, the, the <laughs> screams of everyone being killed and murdered by a giant grizzly bear, and they are a, a little concerned. Guards, I will give you one chance. Move out of my way. Uh, we're going to go see about the bear, so sure, go ahead. And they'll run off. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that worked. So they leave their posts, and the, the door seems to be uh, unguarded. We shall walk through this door, and we shall find my bride. So do the council, right. their whole families live in this building? Whoa, what's that other phone? <laughs> no, it, it you got another campaign zero. happening? Okay. I, I do, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm busy juggling. Oh, that was the council it's alarm cool. system. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, the council building's <laughs> alarm has gone off. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling the council. Your call is important to us. <laughs> Stay on the line. <laughs> uh, hold music. So, oh. <laughs> you go ahead and push your way through the, the large ornate doors, and uh, it, it's, it's a it's a vast, almost ballroom in size, um, and up a, a very grand staircase, uh, you see almost like like choir risers. Just this council of, of 12 individuals in, in, in beautiful robes, sort of just sitting amongst each other talking. And as soon as you open the door, they kind of look down at you and are like, oh, hey, what's up? You're a very informal council. If you start your interactions <laughs> with the words, hey, what's up? I am Glendon Oakfoot. You know, we try to keep 
keep it casual around here. That's cool. I am Glandon Oakfoot, <laughs> the last of my kind. An unbeatable warrior, and frankly, I am bored. For many miles, no one has given my companions and I a challenge in the field of battle. I have heard that a beautiful woman loves amongst these parts, that the head counselor has a daughter who might be worthy of my hand. And I come now to offer you the gracious opportunity to give your daughter to me for, to be my bride. All of a sudden, uh, one of the, uh, the, the, the robed figures steps forward and uh, she pushes her, her hood back and looks to be a, a, a beautiful yeah. human woman, but you, you suspect that she may also have at least some dwarven heritage. Oh. Hi. She looks down upon you. Hey. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I hadn't really been thinking about it, but uh, you can best me in battle. Sure, I'll marry you. If I can best you in battle. All of my battles generally end in killing. But I shall let you live if it means that I might have your hand. But before the battle, can we can we hear from some some sponsors? <laughs> ah, counsel, sure. I implore you, use the promo codes <laughs> associated with the following products, for it helps me pay my mortgage and it helps the show survive. Pod Swag is your one-stop shop for merch from all your favorite podcasts. Rep the shows you love with items like shirts, pins, hoodies, decals, mugs, posters, accessories, and more. New styles are constantly being updated for you to add to your collection. It's also a great place to shop for gifts for your podcast-loving friends. Pod Swag is where the uh, beautiful anonymous merch lives. I, I hear rumor we got a new t-shirt. Go to podswag.com slash beautiful to shop our collection today. That's podswag.com slash beautiful. Thank you so much to our sponsors. We have returned to the council hall where I shall face this lovely, beautiful female warrior. And shall I win? She shall be mine in marriage. Or you'll be hers. Or I'll be hers because it's an equal, it's an equal partnership. Yeah. It's a legal partnership thing. Yeah. I do not buy into outdated modes <laughs> of gender dynamics. I want an equal partnership. <laughs> so she'll just be like, okay, cool. Um, can you hand me that spear? Yeah, thank you. All right, cool. Tyrone, why did you hand her the spear? Off of the balcony. <laughs> why did you hand her the spear? Now, <laughs> I want it to be an equal fight. <sighs> why do they even call you Tyrone the Terrible? You're an extremely reasonable person. Uh, I, I think it's like Tyrone the Terrible but Sophisticated Barbarian Elf. That's what I like to Oh, that's about. your full name. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrone the Terrible but Sophisticated Barbarian terrible, Elf. Yes, Sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that was your full name. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, man. In this big ballroom, is there like a, a piano or like an upright bass or <laughs> so any sort of instrument? So, I think solo bass would be really good if they have that. <laughs> there, there happens to be a baby grand just kind of sitting in the corner. Oh, I mean. A baby grand for <laughs> Jomar. So I, I go up to it and just start playing like, you know, I, I'm scoring the whole thing in a way that's appropriate. It's like ragtime. Yeah. And, uh, yes, I'd love to hear a sample. I'd love to hear a sample of what it sounds like. <laughs> sort of like a... Like it's building. It's sort of like into like Phantom Menace, that song, but like the beginning of it when it's still kind of calm. Like Duel of the Fates. It's sort of like a little Duel of the Fates type thing. 
Ah, the perfect soundtrack <laughs> for the definitive battle of my life. <laughs> All right. Well, either um, either I'm about to get married or you're about to die. We'll see how it goes. Yes, we shall. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's just she's going to go after you with this long, intricate spear. I charge forward, knowing no fear in my heart. Excellent. Uh, do you attempt to parry her blow, or do you do you go for a blow of your own? I aim to use my obsidian blade to come up from underneath her spear in an effort to knock it out of her grip. Excellent. Well, you, you, you knock it to one side, but she's... Surprisingly enough, this is not the first time someone's attempted to best her in combat to try and marry her, so she's, a, she's pretty good at this. Um, so she still manages to hold on to her spear. I freeze in but shock. She, I freeze in shock. No warrior holds on to a weapon once I choose to de-arm them. What is this madness? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Like a little sting, like a, oh no, on the piano. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this thing, and also, you know, just like the anime star eyes happen, and you're like, oh my god, I think, I think she's the one. I freeze, <laughs> I freeze, overwhelmed with her abilities. And in that frozen moment, she whacks you over the head with the blunt side of her spear. Ow! <laughs> and yet, I am learning of a new submissive side of myself that I've never given into. <laughs> And I am interested. But I think she's into you, too, because she didn't just stab you with the spear. Great point, Tyrone. Yeah. I think this is working out well. Thank you, Tyrone. Yeah. Is, is Tyrone just yelling this over battle as <laughs> well? Like, I think she might like you, too. <laughs> I allow her to hit me to explore this submissive side further. <laughs> For I am. Well, she will. She'll she'll go and whack you a couple more times. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow! But nice. She's, Ow! We're not going for the kill. She's uh, she seems to be enjoying herself actually. But I, you still have to best her, right? Oh yeah, I have to best her. Yeah. I sweep her feet out from beneath her. Oh wow! So she's not expecting that. So she does. She she goes ahead and and, and tumbles down, but she's still got her spear sort of held up in front of her as, as, a, uh, as a, a shield of sorts. I stand above her and step back outside of the range of the spear and, uh, you know, char- charge back in and try to uh, do like a slide kick thing since she's on the ground. Oh, gotcha. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's explore that. <laughs> <laughs> I slide towards her, aiming to hit her stomach with my mighty boot. Um, she instead goes ahead and whips one of her feet into the air and just sort of stops you with her own foot. Oh, right in the ow, ow, shit, but I liked it. Ow, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm strangely intrigued. Uh, she'll just sort of hold you there, you know, like when you when you put you put your hand on your like your younger sibling's forehead, and they're like sort of scrambling to get away from you. She just kind of holds you there for a second. I yield. I yield. I yield to your superiority. <laughs> okay. She'll go ahead and stand up. She she does one of those really cool moves where she like swivels her legs all the way around and just sort of pops back up in the air, and you're like, whoa, 
Cool. You're my... All right. You're my dream woman. I still must have your hand. You're all right. I have to... I must have your hand. You must be my bride. If you promise that we get to spar at least twice a day, sure, I'll marry you. That was easy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Jomar, did you hear that? Yeah, I started playing a like, ro- more romantic celebration. Yeah. Like the, th- the song that plays at the end of... Uh, you know, Phantom Menace when everyone's excited. Why is everything from the Phantom Menace soundtrack? Why is Jomar such a big fan of the Phantom Menace? And why do they have the Phantom Menace in this world? Uh, it's just a, it's a, it's a bar it's thing. Now. It yeah. is canon now. Phantom Menace is a part of this world. It happened. Jomar, it, it's not even one of the good Star Wars movies. Why are you picking Phantom Menace only deep cuts? It has a great soundtrack. It kind of does. I worked in a movie theater that summer that came out, and the soundtrack's pretty great. Yeah. And when I was in middle school, we played one of the songs in band class. You did, Jomar? Yeah, yeah. And when I was, <laughs> I was in Halfling Bard Middle School. What what did you play in the in what instrument did you play in the middle school band, Jomar? Uh, I was in percussion, and I played the whistle. There's a whistle in the song. Wait, is that like a is that real or just like a D? Wide whistle. No, Harry, you got to tell me now, because if you played a whistle in school, <laughs> I need to know about that. It's true. It's true. It you played a whistle in middle school? Yeah. Like a slide whistle? No, it's just a like penny a penny whistle. The one with the buttons? No, it's just I was regular. trying to give you the benefit of that. Can I just point out, this is why I love D&D so gosh darn it. You find out things about your friends that you never knew. Like you blew a whistle like a crossing guard would use? Yes. There, there's a. That's just how the song it's part of the. It's a big celebration song at the end. I There's not. I don't remember any songs for Phantom Menace that involve someone just wailing on a whistle. All it's there is there there is one. <laughs> it, there is unless they just gave me that part because I couldn't because <laughs> I couldn't play anything else. That's fine. I'll send you the song after this. It's good. This is definitely the strangest episode of Beautiful Lives. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. I, I, I've enjoyed myself thoroughly. So We've got 11 minutes left. Is this what you hoped it would be when you called? <laughs> I had no idea. I thought maybe we'd talk about it. Like, I, I've had it on my brain. It's Friday. Like, I've got, I've got, I think, two different games going this weekend. So, I'm like, okay. But this this went beyond all of my expectations. So thank you very much. Mine too. I went from being a lonely, murderous scoundrel to finding love and finding out that Harry played a whistle in the middle school day. It's a really great day. It's a really great day. That's my takeaway. Harry played the whistle. (laughs) Maybe if enough people hear this, we can get like a Stitcher Premium spinoff series where we do a weekly uh, dungeon. I'm just the Adventures of Joe Mar Salvinston. Yeah. I would be the main character in the yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I do not have time for that. <laughs> so what if in the last ten what if this goes classic, beautiful, anonymous style, and then in the last ten minutes you're like, Oh, um also a mountain fell on my uh my car. <laughs> Is there any like horrific dark thing you've lived through that you're gonna just drop in the last ten minutes? Um, that wasn't my intention. No. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess we can, like, talk, we can talk super seriously about like how awesome it is. Like I, uh, 
no, I, I, I look forward to this like creative outlet, like every week it's, uh, it really is a great opportunity for a lot of people who you may not even even thought like really needed or wanted or desired that sort of creative outlet to really like let themselves loose. And I mean, you, <laughs> you never really know someone's crazy warped brain until they've been your DM before. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and to get to see that side of people is pretty incredible. And to go, wow, that came out of your head. Wow. All right. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's pretty incredible. Uh, and if, I mean, if, if people haven't seen or, like, have no idea about it, I would highly recommend, like, checking out stuff that's super accessible and entertaining and awesome, like Adventure Zone and Critical Role and... Uh, uh, acquisitions incorporated and all these like really cool streaming, uh, you know, Twitch shows and everything that are out there that kind of show live play of, uh, of, of role playing games. It's so much fun and they're having so much fun and it's, uh, yeah, I have a neat hobby. Now, it's pretty awesome. if someday a beautiful anonymous fan summit is convened, <laughs> Will you yeah. show up and DM a community-wide uh, Dungeons & Dragons game as part of this event Absolutely. that no one is asking for and that almost definitely will never happen? Really? Absolutely. For is an that... event that would positively never happen, I would be honored to is, run a game. Is that something people would want? A BA fan convention? What would we do? Everyone would just like <laughs> awkwardly stand around being kind to one another. What would it be like? We'd meet up at like a ballroom of a hotel and everyone would just sort of like smile and be nervous to talk in person because we'd be <laughs> making eye contact. And I'm bad at that. Well, that's honestly how most conventions go for people that are interested in these Beautiful sorts of things. I think the only thing that we have going for us is like people's cosplay. So you're like, oh, I recognize that person's cosplay character. Mm. We obviously have something in common. Maybe I could go talk to them. That guy's it. dressed as Joe Mar Salvinston. <laughs> That must be Harry. Yes. He's clearly he dressed as Chomar. <laughs> He's carrying a oh, whistle and a drum. It's all, it's all three of them. It's great. I'll go talk to them. <laughs> wow. Wow. I feel like if my wife listens to this episode, she'll be convinced. She'll get on board and want to be a part of D&D. Either that or we completely chased her away from the idea ever, ever again. Either that or she'll be mad that it turned into a quest for me to find a bride. She'll be like, why was that the crux of it? Uh, right. Yeah, that might do it. That might do it. So I'm just rolling with the punches. Blame the DM. And actually blame Absolutely. Solomon. Solomon brought it up. I don't have anything to do it with it. True. But maybe, she, it maybe your wife is the... Oh, that was probably my wife. That's who was the council. Yes, yeah. that's who it was. Yes. Did you ever tell your bear to stop attacking him? Oh, <laughs> shit. Can we tell Lothax to chill out? Oh, no. You, yeah, you kind of destroyed the entire town. Damn. Yeah. My wife. Yeah, about that. Oh, my fiance is going to be so bad. <laughs> I murdered half of her town with my bear. Lothax. You kind of murdered her entire town. Yeah. What's yeah. the most people yeah, you've ever DM'd happened. for? Ah, uh, I have DM'd for six people, seven people. 
six or seven. It was a complete culture. <laughs> and and with the online, okay, here's a good question. With the online gaming systems in place, what's the maximum yeah. people it can accommodate? Oh my God. Uh, as many people as would probably fit onto someone's screen. Um, but you probably don't want to do that. That just also becomes eight people talking over each other. So what um, if I, <laughs> what if I said to you that, okay, anyone listening to this episode, if you want to play Dungeons and Dragons, we're going to set up a link in the beautiful anonymous Facebook group. We're going to see how many people would you be willing to DM that game? Knowing that there's over 31,000 members of that Facebook group. Um, maybe we would do it lottery style and I <laughs> lottery. Oh, if you want to enter the lottery, like, maybe five of them. Yeah. So you want to, you want to say that we're okay. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Beautiful anonymous, the Facebook community, you can enter your name and our caller will randomly pick five. Our caller, you'll lead an online game that the rest of the community can watch and follow. What would you think of that? I would totally do that. That'd be really? Amazing. The beautiful <laughs> anonymous D&D quest. I did have a little quest. more time to prepare. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. I want to be the bad guy in the D&D quest. I can't participate. I, I, I have a lot going on. Can you make me the ultimate villain? Can you villain? make the villain? Can you just make me, Chris Gether, the ultimate villain of the BA-themed <laughs> D&D game I we're going to start in our Facebook group? I was... I was going to ask if you wanted Glendon to be the like you just <laughs> no. really want Chris. <laughs> not Glendon Oakfoot. Not Glendon Oakfoot. Last of his kind. Me, Chris Gethard. Can I be a man who strangely uses the phones to dominate this world in an evil way and they have to cut the line? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. The Facebook community. When we air this, we're going to set it up. People will be able to follow along <laughs> oh in the God. quest. And it will be real nerdy and either fun or sad. It'll either be fun or sad. No middle ground with this idea. True or false? It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. It's always fun. You're going to make it fun. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to make it fun. It's going to be awesome. It's going to change the game. I can't believe we've literally only talked about and played D&D. Seriously, what is that other phone? <laughs> what is the deal with the other phone? Oh, it's boarded calls. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's, it's cool. Don't worry about it. People listening to this, half of our fan base is going to say that was the most fun episode we've ever done, and half of it was going to are going to say that was a betrayal what? of our trust. That was a complete betrayal of our trust. Um, I guess you're welcome. People are going to get more mad about this one than they did about the Trump one. Oh, man. They are. Some people are going to be furious and feel like it was a waste of their time. And they're going to be mad at me and they're going to be mad at you. But they don't know who I am. Hey. Oh, right. God damn it. God damn it. I'm the only one who takes any responsibility around here in this show. Oh, rolls. Any explanation? I had a blast. And I hope you did. You had fun. That's good. I did too. I had so much fun. I would here. I think I had fun. I got the sense Harry had fun. I had the sense that Jared was amused but confused. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, I would. I don't know if Jared would call that experience fun. From what I picked up on, <laughs> I would do it again for sure, though. Yeah. 
Yes. That's all. That success. Success. So we have two minutes left, and it's up to you in these final two minutes what you want to give to the beautiful anonymous listening community. Thus far, you've given them just an endorsement of D and D and a mini game. Two minutes left, <laughs> and you get to decide which direction you want to send this in. Oh, uh, geez, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I listen to you guys. I, I love this show. I love you guys just literally having lovely conversations with lovely people for an hour. It's fantastic. Uh, Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, and even if you don't go play D&D, I guess, I don't know, get together with your friends and just sit around and have like meaningful conversations sometimes. Like we sometimes just look into, I don't know, uh, how was work? Work sucks. That sucks. Okay. Well, how about, you know, uh, something, something more, you know, substantial. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I think it's always nice to check in with the people you love and, uh, and, and make sure that everything's on the up and up and, you know, I don't know. Do they have aspirations and dreams and things that they aren't fulfilling? Maybe, maybe check in on that with them. Oh, I yeah. sh- should have asked you some of that. Oh, thir- <laughs> 30 seconds left. I had one more question on my mind. Important question. How do you, yeah. how do you feel about Magic the Gathering? Um, don't play blue. No blue? No blue. <laughs> Blue's a cop out. <laughs> I do not know. What that means? That that will make people angriest. That that one sentence will make people the angriest of this entire hour. <laughs> Thank you so much for calling and creating the strangest episode we've ever done. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Caller. I, Glendon Elkfoot, the last of my kind, thank you for calling, as does Lothax of the Hills. Very hungry bear. Thank you so much, caller, for calling and for doing that and for rolling with the punches. It was really funny. And I give you a lot of credit for just being able to say yes to that, uh, that dumb idea. So thank you so much to the caller. Thank you to Tyrone the Terrible and Joe Marsalvinston in the booth. Thank you to Justin Linville. Thank you to Shell Shag. Bards in their own right. Halfling bards in their own right. Also, Harry Nelson and Jared O'Connell, they did some work on this episode, too. If you want to know about me and my tour dates when I'm out on the road, go to chrisgeth.com. If you want to help Beautiful Anonymous, you go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. See you next time. I'm Beautiful Anonymous.